Like you know. you're so well spoken. Yeah, very. and you use like really good words. Like, wherever you're sounding like I know, idiots, it's because all the time. we're cussing so much. Like cussing means that you don't have a dictionary. <laughs> I don't have a dictionary, but um, vocabulary. Oh, uh, vocabulary! Dictionary, exactly. God. There's the fucking problem. Oh my I don't god, Becky! I don't have vocab. Hi guys, welcome back to Love You by Pod. Hi guys, what's up? I am really tired. Mackie's exhausted. I'm exhausted. Who's not exhausted nowadays? I mean, I feel like the season of life is just really hard for everyone. If you're not struggling in your work life or just in general, like what are you doing? I feel like there are people that are like doing things that are really mentally healthy and I'm just not doing any of them. I go to sleep at 2am. I wake up early and I like need to like eat breakfast, you know, I'm starting a new thing. Well, I'm going back to my old ways. If you know me, you know, I used to do 6am workout going back to that y'all. I mean, it's time. How about you? Since I've known you, you've been working out at like 530 and I, like applaud you for that because I could literally never I feel like after my work day I am just like done like if I don't work out in the morning I'm not working out that day because quite literally at the end of the day all I want to do is go home and like eat dinner and like be with you and like go to bed so I applaud you for being able to work out at 5 30 p.m but I love that you're going to go back to your 6 a.m workouts I'm going back um I just felt so much better today like you just said um that I literally could come home after work and didn't have to go walk to Orange Theory so you know 6 a.m's worth it I don't know if I'm making it tomorrow though okay I have to tomorrow's gonna be tough because it's really late right now you're right all right well let's get to our episode so you guys today happy wednesday we have on one of our new but very good friends named mac hereford you guys buckle up because this episode is about an hour and 20 minutes long maybe 30 after this intro he is such an amazing human being we couldn't say um better things about him would you agree agree um (laughs) i think we're really excited about this episode because it's honestly unlike anything we've ever done he is um a marketing genius truly and we low-key just like interviewed each other throughout the entire thing like we've never had a guest come on that's like what do you guys think about this yeah and so we really liked the conversation vibes so we think you guys are going to really enjoy it there's some juicy things there's some things that you can learn from i mean it's just like overall a great episode so we hope you guys enjoy it and thank you so much mac for coming on are you trying to wrap it wrap that was the wrap i feel like i have more to say i don't dude they'll listen they'll listen like how do we get them to listen like i need them to stay the whole time stay bitches like seriously like if you don't finish this like i get it your drive to work is 20 minutes long but like i need you to turn it on when you're driving home from work as well because like it's actually like this episode's so good and i know that we say this about every single episode because we truly think every episode is amazing but like max episode is one of the best yeah we love max Mackie wants me to be done okay i'll be done no i seriously am like i i truly think that the people uh, believe us and i think that they're pressing play for the next hour and they'll dm us after and be like oh my god i'm obsessed let us know your thoughts dm us follow mac um and we hope you enjoy this as much as we did um is there anything else we need to update on i don't think so not a uh not you went a, on a date i said that no updates there <laughs> people are probably like oh i'm having a date oh i haven't heard from him 
<laughs> been there, been there. I've this spot on the pod. The fucking like, I mean, are you considering that a ghost or not? Not as of this moment, but like, I feel like I've talked to you guys too much about like my dates and just like going on one date and being ghosted. So it's like clearly I'm unlikable. So that's fine. We're moving on. Sorry, this is. I not mean to us. bring it up to talk about. That's like, fine. I'm just unlikable. I'm just gonna I cry. Just, like, think it's funny because you're likable. Okay, this is not about us. Let's just hand over the mic to Mag Hereford. I think that's the best idea we could we could probably do right now. But first, a word from our sponsor. We are so excited to be sponsored by Inspire Designs Jewelry. If you guys haven't checked them out, be sure to do so. Um, you can click the link in our bio and it'll bring you to their website as well as our collection that we did with them. Yes. Um, so link in our bio or you can just go to idoriginals.com. Um, make sure to use our code love you buy for 20% off. And you guys have to check out our everyday gold hoops that Mackie and I both wear every single day. They're our favorites. They're part of our collection. Um, so go ahead and click on that link and get yourself a pair. Remember to use code love you buy at checkout. It's a cool setup. Like this is really makes like I like it. Wait, really? Like, yeah. Like, I People mean, always say they like it. I mean, those so. videos do great, and it's like they don't KB do great, but like they are cute at least. Like if you see it when you're scrolling, you're like, oh wait, yeah. what's this? With your little. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a professional. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Well, Ken is a professional, professional digital content creator. So, <laughs> like for her work. Cheers! Cheers to Mac! Cheers! Oh my god, I haven't oh Mac on the podcast since the day I met him. I asked him to come on, which was like probably what, like over a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you really ask him yeah. to come on a, a year ago? Yeah, like we had a phone call. Like it was like, this is. You didn't tell me about this. Yeah, we met in person we, too at Midnight Oil. Yeah, we met it. With Doug, our friend Devlin Hodges. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember that? Oh yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of the most vivid times with y'all was my birthday. I felt like. Y'all have been in Nashville a certain amount of times. Birthday's obviously coming up soon. Well, mm-hmm. not obviously, but y'all, it's coming up not this weekend, but the next. Last year when we did it, or when I had my birthday, like we had that party and I invited y'all. Yeah, and we it had was just awesome. met. Yes, because I had just like met you right before yes. and y'all were just getting to meet people in Nashville. And for some reason, like so many people were at that party. And so like I felt like I was like running around, I had like a little bit too much to drink, and I was like, meet so and so, like meet so and so. And I kept on, and then y'all just Y'all knew everybody by the end of the night, I feel like. No, you were so sweet. Do you remember he was introducing us to everyone? Because I think when I saw you, which it's reminding me, like a year ago, I was like not very happy. I think I remember like telling you that at Midnight Oil. I was like just trying to find my place here. And then you were like, come to my party. Like there's going to be so many great people. And like some of those people are still our friends. I was literally just about to say that. I was like the fact, I feel like we met Lawson there. Yeah, We met a lot of people there that we're like friends with now. And like, that's all because you invited us. So thank you for doing that. Look, y'all to be the ones to be able to make the friends. Yeah, I just gave y'all oh the opportunity and y'all made it happen. So. Oh no, my gosh. I seriously think that was a pivotal moment for us in Nashville. I agree. So, I agree. hello, Mac Hereford is on the pod, you guys. He's fucking amazing. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. Um, okay, well, we'll do like a whole introduction, record it like after this episode, just us two to like intro you. <laughs> but <laughs> we started doing that recently with our guests because we're like, we don't want to like make it awkward and sit here and like intro you. Like, yeah. you know who you are, right? Like, but if yeah, it's you, our new thing. We're like, intro for you guys. <laughs> but if you just want to give the listeners like a little bit of background on like 
where you're from, how long you've been in Nashville. Okay. Yeah, I'm Mac. I'm from, uh, Na- or I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Grew up in Birmingham. Uh, moved to Nashville. Went to Alabama for four years. Played football there. And then ended up moving to Nashville for going, getting my master's at Vanderbilt. Um, and then after graduating was like, look, uh, the city's awesome. Love the city. It's booming. Uh, had a lot of good friends and family. Uh, my cousin was here at the time. He played college just at Belmont. Um, so I decided to say, so now I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I do social media marketing, do my own social media stuff. Uh, and then like marketing and media consulting. So, Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. I didn't know that about yeah. you. Do you love that? I mean, yeah, I love what I do. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, yeah, guys, like Mac is like a big guy in Nashville. Like everyone knows who Mac here for it. Right? Like, no, I, is- yeah, he's made a name for himself. Like through. Hopefully a good name. <laughs> Yeah, a good name. Um, but you're. I never met anyone who didn't like you. Continue. (laughs) Mac moved here after college, and he got his master's at Vandy. But you, um, while you played football (laughs) at Alabama, you were also in a fraternity. How was that? My freshman year, uh, my brother was a Phi Gam at the University of Alabama, and I had an uncle who was in a fraternity. Great or grandfather was in a fraternity. I'm pretty sure my great grandfather was in a fraternity as well. And so when I went to Alabama, I was like. Yeah, I'm in a rush. Ended up rushing and loved the community that like was around me, loved the people around me, and ended up deciding that like, hey, I'm gonna do football and a fraternity. And it was a really, really tough thing, especially my freshman year, because we had pledge ship yeah. and football. So I'm like leaving the football facility after we spent like, you know, we work out in the morning, like however early in the morning, and then we have class, like morning classes. And then right after that, we have, you know, you're back at the football facility, you get lunch. I would like take a quick nap, drink some coffee after, and then get in the hot tub and get ready for practice. Go to practice though. And like that consists of meetings, all this other stuff. And it's like ends at like seven something at night. You're exhausted. And then I'm like, oh God, I have to go to the fraternity house now. Um, and they're always so mean to you. They're so What's mean. Aren't they so mean to you guys? Down in the the basement. We can talk about this now, right? We're out of college. (laughs) He's still scared. That's how fucking scary they are. Um, They really need that. We just know some things. We just have. Some things stay, whatever happens in the fraternity stays in the fraternity, you know? Okay, I've had guy friends. Ship. I respect it, and that's yeah. how it is. So uh, <laughs> We've heard the tea from our guy friends, but sure. <laughs> but yeah, so it was tough because I would have to go straight from football to the fraternity. And then it was interesting because I'm like, my freshman year, I'm managing, like I'm going to like pledge parties, you know, yeah. right leading up. And I'm out to like 2 a.m. and I'm lifting at like 6. No. So I'm coming in like, you know, to football and I love football and I'm taking it seriously. And I'm like, it's just hard. Like you're like. I'm going to these parties and then the next day I'm like showing up at practice. Did you and like um, do the coaches know that? Yeah, I think most coaches knew that I was in a fraternity. Were like, you the know only that you were one? drinking? I before yeah, I lived. I mean, but I like they don't really drinking. care. Uh and we- I mean they Yeah, I think they knew, but I also it was kind of like when I was away from the facility, like going back now, it's like I don't know, maybe I would have like not drinking. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that freshman year and going to practice and stuff to Whatever, but like when I was at the facility, it was like I, I took that football like as my life. Like I yeah. was killing myself out there, like doing each and everything I could possibly do. And if I had like a party later that night after practice, I would take a nap from like seven to nine, get up and go to the fraternity house. Okay. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Okay, so then you also have homework and tests. But like tell yeah. me if this is true. Like the athletes, especially at Alabama football, yeah. you guys have these tutors helping you guys out like a lot. <laughs> 
Yes, we had. I mean, look, it's a good recruiting pitch. I might as well use it right here too. But yeah, they had. We had, look, we had the best tutors that anyone could have. Like the academic like resources were amazing. So if we had, if we were ever like had low grades or weren't doing well in a class, like we would get reached out to someone on the football team. Or, you know, the academic people would reach out to the football team, and in our position meetings, they'd be like, "Hey, Mac, you need to meet with so and so." And so-and-so would meet with me and help me learn like <laughs> the math or whatever it was, history, help me study, help me learn to study uh, better. And then, yeah, we'll go be ready to crush the test or, or quiz. I needed that. I have two questions. <laughs> yes. Number one is, um, were you the only teammate in a fraternity or did you have other teammates that were also in fraternities? I had, there were, there were more people in fraternities, okay. but there was there weren't many. There weren't very many people who did fraternity and football. Yeah, because that's like too much. Like I don't like, know. I'm how. like, were you like an organized boy? It like, was a or lot. were you like having papers all over the place? Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't have done this. Organized. You were organized. Yeah. Okay. Really? Like, I had, yeah, organized still, king. <laughs> I mean, I, like I say, organized. Now I'm like, I've got stuff everywhere, tax documents, whatever it may be. But uh, <laughs> back in college, like I was really clean, really organized. Okay. Would have just a structure. I love the structure of football because they yeah. told us what to do. We had like you know study hall, whatever it may be. And so, yeah, I just had to literally from 6 a.m. in the morning to 2 at night, had to plan out a schedule and had to stick to that schedule if I wanted to be able to succeed. Damn. And like in college, are you talking to girls too? Like how do you have time for girls? girls. (laughs) I feel like you don't have time for girls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, um, yeah, I talked to girls in college. Like when I would go to like a fraternity, if there'd be like a, what was it called? A mixer? Like a date night? No, yeah, swap. They, so swap. A swap. Swap. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we did date parties too. And I so I would go to them. Yeah. Like I, I would do all that. It was challenging though because I'm like, you know, meet someone. What? Like it was just hard. Like it was it was really yeah. hard to do, but I made it Damn. work. My um, other question is, what position did you play? I played wide receiver. Okay. Yep. Fire. <laughs> we love wide receiver. We love <laughs> So okay. how did you get so many followers on IG? Is it from playing football in Alabama and being hot? <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for gassing me up. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously. Uh, I, I would say definitely Alabama was a huge part of that. Like I got to Alabama and I think it was when I was, when I committed, you know, like in high school mm. to go play at Alabama or whatever, there was like an article that came out and I like gained followers overnight, like on like Twitter and Instagram. I'm like, wait, what? Like this is like crazy. And then when I was at Alabama, I started to gain followers and I really just loved like I was that kid who grew up wanting to play for Alabama, went to the Alabama football camps and then ended up playing there. And so it was like, you're like poster, you know, for like the camps, like to sell to the camps, like exactly what you want. Um, and like, I just started posting stuff, like whether it would be like videos in the locker room of us, like doing something goofy, or if it was just like a picture from practice and stuff started to just kind of get traction. Like I was this guy, you know, I was like a walk on that really like wanted to like play. And I was like, you're, born and raised Alabama boy and like I was in a fraternity too and so I guess there was like a lot of like there were some appeals to it and yeah I guess like I was just meeting people and getting followers and you know Alabama football is is the mecca of college football so like anyone who's connected to that program is going to gain following and then there was like a lot of times there's a lot of kids who run these accounts that are like college football you know, Mm. college football hacks, college football nation, whatever it is, Mm. whatever it's called they're running these accounts and 
they would DM me and ask me questions and I'm like, okay, like and you, were, you would answer. So I'd answer and like, yeah. I would show them like the time of day because it's just someone out there that wants to know about the facilities or the what's going Aww. on. And these kids like loved it. And then they would like post me on their pages or like, I would like do like an interview for people. Like if there was like a, you know, eight year old even or something who wanted to interview me. And I was like, there's no really value for me going on this, but like, Hey, if it makes this like eight year old's day, like I might as well do it. So I started just doing a lot around campus, uh, did a bunch of community service. And then over time, like I just liked, I had kind of like a knack for social media and liked it. And then it continued to grow, I guess, you know, and I love it for the people. I think that's really nice to like, let the eight year old interview you. Yeah. I feel like it like definitely changed their life. I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> now you're at like what, like 70 K on Insta as a guy, like, but you have, that's a lot. You have a yeah. following on TikTok too, don't and you? And TikTok's your yeah. main one? I have TikTok like 370,000 or 60,000 or oh something like that. You know, it's it's so funny too because like, I feel like, when did you get those followers? Like back in 20... Probably 2020. 2020 yeah. Okay, so I have like 45,000 followers on TikTok, but like okay. I got them literally all in 2020 and I like don't, like I'm not like growing really anymore. Uh-huh. It's just so much harder to grow, I feel like nowadays on yeah. social. It's gotten a lot more saturated. So like originally when I got onto TikTok was actually 2019 or something. It was like very early. I was like one of the first SEC football players to get onto TikTok. And so I'll start mm. posting like it, it happened. The whole thing happened because like we're tired. Fall camp is where we literally it's like every hour of the day. It's was before it school starts. It wasn't COVID season. It was like 2018 or 19, oh, like one okay, of those okay. years. So it was like when I was still at Alabama, we were exhausted after fall camp. Everyone is like mis- like in our lockers, like dead asleep after practice. I lost like probably eight to 10 pounds per practice. No. Um, and we'd be sitting in our lockers and I just like, we we're kind of down one day and I was like, hey, like. What can we do to make this fun? I've heard about this new TikTok thing. Like, let's just like try to make something. So the first video, one of the first videos, it may be my first video ever. I think Mac Mac Jones filmed it, quarterback for the Patriots now. Yeah. But I'm doing a door. It's like the squeaking door noise and then like the hitting on thing. I do it in the football facility and it like pops off. Like it goes crazy. And then so I started doing more just kind of like goofy videos and incorporating my teammates and they liked it because they would get texts and be like, dude, you're famous. Like you're on this guy's page and stuff. Like, and so then people started to like doing it and it was just fun. Like to goof around, it gave us like excitement. It gave us an opportunity to create and like show that we have personality inside yeah. the locker room. Cause everyone thinks like Alabama is just strictly business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it started. And it just like really for a while was like going crazy, like popping off like wild. Like I started hashtagging, really? look it up on there, Herf Life. Like look up the hashtag. It's got like hundred something million views. Oh. It's this, it, the idea came because everyone called me the nickname Herf in college for like no, last name Hereford. Wait, how do you spell yeah, Herf? H-E-R-F. Oh my God. I'm so dead. You started your own hashtag? But yeah, so it started because one time. Wait, what is that? Chipotle hut? Oh yeah, you do post pretty random. I thought like it was like just football content. Looking no. at this now, it's just like your life. Yeah, it's, oh my God, it's so her life. Her life. Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> no, I love it. You're literally making a brand around you. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, like, so everyone called me her, and yeah. then one kid commented on my TikTok. I don't even know the user. It was like user X, whatever. And someone was like, "What does this guy do?" And someone's like, "He's living the her life." And I was like, I "Oh, like that. you should like, go with that." Okay, so then I just started hashtagging everything her life. Because regardless of what I post, as long as I'm in it or involved in it, it should go to the people that follow her, you know, follow my content already. So, yeah. And then TikTok got me a ton of followers on Instagram. Right. And then, like, 
other platforms like Twitter, I have like a solid following and I just kind of use all the platforms to work each other, like work off each other and just continue to build. I'm obsessed. Do you do collabs often? Like I feel like, yeah, I love, I love doing collabs. Yeah. Like really if there's anyone who I kind of like their content or like whatever, who wants to do something, it's harder, obviously in Nashville, you know, it's more like LA has a lot more people to do stuff, but yeah. in Nashville, like I love if anyone's like, Hey, I want to do something and they have an idea or concept. I'm like, Oh, let's go for it. Um, oh my God. You, okay. Question. Did you mean collabs on like clothing? No. Oh, you I meant, meant like collabs with people. With people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Do you do all your like editing and posting and everything? Or do you have like someone that helps you? So occasionally I'll hire someone to do stuff, but for the most part, I'm just filming it off TikTok. Yeah, you don't even do a video editing app, do you? You don't just go in the app. I have CapCut. Yeah, it's CapCut. Which is what I do for some of it. It's like very rarely some videos. But for most of them, I'm like, I'm literally shooting them just completely. In app? In app. Are you serious? Like, it'll be like, we're sitting here and I'm like. He's a boy, kind of. And like, it's like the boy con. It's the boy life. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, guys, like, this would be funny. Let me film this. And I have a vision and I just. It's the culture of men. It's like. No, but it's different because I have friends who will be like, dude. Cause I told one of my buddies, he came and stayed with me. He's got like a couple million on TikTok and everything. Yeah. And he's like sitting there editing this video for hours. And he's like, what do you do for editing? And I'm like, Oh, it takes me like five seconds. Like I just kind of like, that's do so nice this together. And so there's guys who do it too. I just guess a lot of my style of content is very casual organic. Yeah. Oh my God. Go with the okay. flow. So, but like your main job income is like your social media, your Instagram and your collabs. Is that right or no? No. So that's what most people think. Yeah. My main source of income is social media and marketing, media marketing, consulting, consulting. Okay. So someone will hire you. A company will hire me predominantly in the past. It's been startup companies. So I've worked mm-hmm. with startups. I'll try to leverage for equity and mm-hmm. like get equity in a company as well as like a salary. And then I'll work for them for a period of months and I help kind of like jumpstart. So like for a startup, they want help on media and marketing, especially social media. And they know how valuable it is. And so they're thinking like, okay, we could go out and pay X company $6,000 a month to do this, or we could pay Mac. Who's going to do it for 2000 a month or 3000 a month, you know, whatever uh, that range mm-hmm. we, we can pay him and he's going to do it. And he's going to do it almost sometimes better than these companies, but he's going to do it completely different. Like I don't have the resources these companies have, right. but I can train someone. So like, say y'all had a clothing brand. Like I'd be able to be like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. This is the strategy, et cetera. Like this is how we're going to operate. And I would help you gain following and it would happen fast because I just kind of have like a weird knack. And if you really <laughs> want it, like, I feel like I can give the tools to most people who want to do social media. Like, I can give you the tools. You just got to want it, you know? Yeah. Are you, like, giving them, like, a tool? Are you, like, helping them post? Like, what yeah, are, you- are you making videos? It could be literally any. Like, it's so hard to explain my job because it could be that I'm helping a company connect with, like, other brands or people. Mm. It could be like that. I'm getting them like certain relationships. Damn, that's a lot of pressure. I feel like yeah, to do that. It, it to be like, yeah, hire me and I'll do this. And it's like, well, so they you know? usually come with like what they they'll usually come in, like with something. Can they you want do this? Whether like they want goals. me to meet, they want me to introduce them to people. Whether they want me to give them social media ideas. Whether they want me to help them run an influencer campaign. So I have just like all these random things I like to do, and like the company will be like, can you do this? And they're like, how much is it going to cost? And then I give them a number, and then. Bang. So how do you get your name out there? Like for like the startup to hit you up and not it the just, company? It just kind of happens. It's weird. It's like the very first one it happened. It was my cousin introduced me to the startup um, for a sports social media app. And then going on from there, it's like been just really random. Like when one's been done, 
Yeah, then another it's just one like pops dominoes. In. Yeah, and then it's like on the other side of things, obviously, like there's definitely is money from the social media side, but I like to think of it as a supplement. Like and, side hustle. Yeah, your, side yeah. hustle. And for fun, like it's just, it is great money. And there's also just numerous experiences. I love experiences. So like mm-hmm. you get a free vacation somewhere, yeah. you know, go to a Fuck free yeah. sports game or hang out with so-and-so or do whatever. Like, heck yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, do you cuss? Do I cuss? Yeah. I do, but not as much on like social media and stuff. Oh my God, it's so cute. Oh, I love that. Sorry. We're Wait, why'd you ask that? Did because he, he like said, try he said heck yeah. Uh, and I said fuck yeah. <laughs> I said, fuck yeah. He's like, I do. Like, I try so not bad. to like video. I, it's pretty crazy. Like I do. I've worn it two times. I'm like, I should probably cuss more on videos. No, it's great to not. I just censor myself. Cause like one time, like someone I knew I was like my it. grandmother oh. watched a video and was like, you can't be watching this guy. Like he cusses and all this stuff. And I'm like, he's got good things to say. But then I was like, okay, if she's not going to listen because of the thing, because you want to be, thing, I want to be able to be listened to the bigger, you know, wider Ooh, audience. Okay, yeah, no, that's we're, interesting. That's but a it's harder because us. if you're cu- if you're cussing a lot of times, it brings a lot of energy and people it does. like that. It's, it does. it's powerful. We, you know? we literally like love cussing. Like it's so like honestly like not like not that great. cute. It's not cute at all. My mom will like. <laughs> call me or text me after listening to an episode and it's like can you go one episode without saying the f word i'm so like bad. <laughs> i mean my dad doesn't say anything about it anymore neither does my mom but they just know that it's gonna cute. happen or sorry. like lady like sorry um moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas out there listening we apologize <laughs> sorry we're literally the worst um wait where were we before i said did you cut do you cuss oh He's what like, oh, about? your domino effect of like, yeah. I get clients. Oh, That's insane. I'm not done with this conversation, by the way. Yeah, I know. Just, I have so many more questions. Um, all right, hit them. Okay, so do you have a name for your like consulting yeah, firm my, or company? Yeah, so I call, I have an LLC. Okay. It's weird. I'm. This is where I said I was organized, but like part of me is not. Like I have an LLC. <laughs> I think it's under Herf Media LLC. Yeah, there you go. Hey, cute. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I like I have it. I don't know if I've done something. I have the documents. Like I think I've done stuff. Like some groups have hired me through that LLC. Some groups have just hired me through my name. Like I don't know. It's all <laughs> weird. I, I'm, I'm still filing my taxes as we speak. Like I've still not finished that. I got an extension. I do that October 15th and it's a challenge. I get to October 15th. Okay. I've sent it to my accountant, but it's a challenge because I have like like for Yahoo Sports, was who I was you just You have so many different with. like things coming yes. in from different areas. Because I do stuff with golf, the golf world. So Old Row, I'm their Old Row Golf. I do stuff with them. They're under Barstool. So like per certain amount of following, I get a payment from them. So I get like checks from them for that. And then I have like, you know, Yahoo Sports, who I just worked with that I was working with for like a long period of time. I was getting checks from them and it's like as a full-time employee for them. But I have my own thing going on over here. And then mm. I'm getting paid for this. this like, no, so it's yeah. definitely confusing. You definitely need help. I do. No, I definitely need <laughs> You need help. an accountant. I have you an have accountant. one. I, I, need, okay. I need a wife. No, yeah, you need a wife. I, I need someone who's going to be able to like help me manage this stuff. Like, yeah. I need an assistant you or something. You need a personal assistant. But yeah. it's hard for me because I don't trust a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, definitely need an assistant, I feel like. Or at least someone. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you do all this by yourself. Yeah. Me either. I would be so stressed out. So, you, you said you're waking up in the AM. Depends. Uh, I mean, most mornings try to get up, like try to get up relatively early. I try to go like get up at like eight thirty. Can you give me like a day in the life? Yeah, I'll give you like a day in the life of like a regular, like pretty normal day. It'll be like wake up at like eight, hit a lift at like nine. The true math. 
I do oh, hate classic true math. math. Shout out Jordan oh, I need Tyler, to go. my trainer. Oh, yeah. Uh, we love Jordan. So I do. I take Jordan. Jordan's a coach there. I take his classes. It's awesome because we're like, like really good friends, yeah. like best friends, basically. And it's like I get to go to his class, spend time with him, and I'm getting like fit while doing it. And then after that, like we usually – Jordan usually does this stuff with me. We'll usually play like pickleball. Uh-huh. So I usually play some pickleball. I'll go home. I'll go over emails, go through work stuff. Do you eat breakfast before you work out? I do not. I should. Okay. But I don't. So I, when do you eat? Okay, wait. Yeah, let me backtrack. This day in the life is harder to put together because every day is different. <laughs> every day is different. That's every a day good is life. Me. Like it is crazy. I make it up like the day before. Like this is what I'll say. Let's just cancel the day in the life. It just could consist of golf, pickleball, doing podcasts. Uh, emailing, calls with companies, brands, businesses, uh, maybe a little bit of Xbox in there, maybe a little bit of just singing Xbox randomly. Singing. Do you sing? I try to sometimes. Oh God, no, uh, I'm dead. Wait, oh my God, I just had an important question. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, the day in the life question is too hard for me to answer because it literally changes every day. But it consists of a lot of sports and a lot of activities, usually talking to brands, businesses, and then editing videos or making videos and then bang, yeah. Do you get lonely with this life? Um, I would say sometimes. I mean, it's when I really, when things slow down. Yeah, because like that busyness, like sounds like not till the end of the night, I would get lonely and be like, damn, I just did all that, like kind of low key by myself. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's been a challenge. Like it's definitely a challenge. Like it's like, you know, do all this stuff and then you get a chance to like wind down. Yeah, you're like dang, like I'd love to be like watching a movie with someone or some Netflix or like Netflix out, and you know? <laughs> and just someone just like you know going to get ice cream, whatever it may be. Like I would love to do something with someone, and then you want to talk to someone. And you have your for girls, I don't know how it is, but for guys, like we have our guy relationships, and it's always fun. Whenever I've talked to someone or dated someone, it's been nice because it's just another like set of ears that's different. Like mm-hmm. if you have a significant other, it's just different than talking like even your best friend, like. Mm-hmm. They technically kind of become your best friend, but y'all get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Are you looking yeah. for a wife? I mean, eventually, <laughs> but, but not like, right now. I mean, I would say that like, I don't want to put that much pressure on it to say like, Oh, I'm looking for a wife. Like right this second. Like, obviously yeah. I want a wife. Like mm-hmm. I want to have a wife. You will have a wife. Yeah, yes. for sure. I will have a wife someday. Uh, I definitely want a wife and I'm looking like, I would say I'm to the point where I'm actively now, starting to like date Mm. like and i'm open to like getting into a relationship doing that like whatever prior to where i thought i might want that but like i wasn't ready you know like and i thought i was ready but i knew i wasn't ready because i wasn't being the man that i would want you know my daughter marry or Mm -hmm. go on dates with or whatever so how would i expect you know anyone to really like me be ready for someone else like the girl in my dreams you know yeah. Can you explain That's, like why you thought you weren't ready? Like what were you doing that made you think that? I'm not getting into any specifics here, but I'll just say this. And this is one thing that hit me. And when it hit me, it hit me hard. When did it hit you? <laughs> I'm not giving any specific dates. All right. Y'all can have, to, y'all can think y'all want to, this is what I love that y'all are wanting to know so bad. But I'm going to let y'all sit there and feel like y'all want to know the whole time. And y'all are going to have to eat it. Yeah. But basically there was a period of time where I realized uh, you know, I was in, I was kind of just like going through life and like, I like, there's a like girls and obviously I'm a male, you know, I'm attracted to females, whatever. Some males are, but that's okay. Like do your thing. Uh, but like I'm attracted to, <laughs> damn it. 
Uh, no, it's perfect. But for me, so I just, I don't know. I never looked at date. I never, you know, I had two girlfriends in college and then it just was like, not something like I always tell myself that I want to be like my, one of my dream goals. This sounds really cheesy, but I really do want to be like a, the best father and the best husband I can be. Like that is like my goal has been a goal of mine since I was younger. Like most people want to play in the NFL. Most people want to do this. Like early on, it was that I wanted to play for Alabama. But like as I started to grow up, even in middle school, high school, that's my end goal was to be the best father and best husband I can be. Like that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to raise a family. Like that's my goal. That's what I'm passionate about. And I keep I say that and I knew that. But I think throughout my time in Nashville, I slowly started to like forget that. Not that like like it was always in the back of my head. It's what my heart truly wants. But I wasn't acting the way a man who would want that stuff would act. Can you give me an example? Like, what were you doing? I'm just I'm kidding. Not going into <laughs> I mean, people can like probably uh, guess what he was doing, right? You were just being a fuckboy. I'm not saying that. Okay. No, don't say that. That's too intense for Mac. He can't handle that. So you were just running around, like forgetting. I was like the game. you were playing the game. Yes, you were, yeah, I was having fun, and and that's completely normal and valid. By the way, it's, it's okay. Normal. But and I then you have the yeah, and then it's like something happened that kind of made me feel like okay, wait, I actually have to evaluate. Like, I want these things. Like, am I doing these things right? Like, and that's the biggest thing. People, guys, I feel like constantly say, you know, oh, I'm never gonna find a good girl. Like, I posted a video on TikTok and someone was like, where, you know, this is never gonna happen because the girls out in the world and then. Um, girls are like, oh, there's no guys who want these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm always sitting there and I'm like, gosh, like these people, like whatever. And I, I feel like, like, look at times I've been like, girls are not, you know, there's no great girl out there. There's no whatever. Like girls are just so ridiculous. But the biggest <laughs> thing is, is what I realized is I'm one of the biggest problems. Like in mm-hmm. a sense, not that I'm not like taking it too hard on myself, but like I'm a guy, I have a good heart, but I've gotten into this kind of like scene of doing mm-hmm. these things and I've acted like it's normal, but like, I want a girl who's like doing these things well, I'm a hypocrite because I'm sitting over here saying I want this, but I'm not doing the things that this that I would want the girl like that I'm marrying to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. How do you expect to meet someone like I find myself like wanting a certain type of girl? How do I expect myself to get that type of girl if I'm not being that type of guy that's mm-hmm. deserving right. that girl? Like that's the end of the story. And that's what I've like had a big realization mm-hmm. in the past like Aww. little while. It's like Look, I've got to make some changes, you know? And was I this, don't think you were doing anything so terrible, though. We don't know what he was doing, Mackie, but, like, yeah. True. My counselor said that, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm going to Wait, so, I'm not afraid of that. Okay, yeah. Was literally, Before. my next question was, are you in therapy? Because you sound like you're a man in therapy. Um, <sighs> seriously, that was so well put. And, like, I feel like a lot of guys out there are in that stage right now in life, like at our, at our age, like no one's like actually ready to like settle down and like be in an actual real relationship right now. Mm. And like, especially in our city, I feel like city. and the people we surround ourselves with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a period of my life where like, you know, I've realized certain things and like not only in dating, but like with my faith and stuff. And it's like, I'm at a point where like, haven't been going out as much trying to figure out like, okay, what really makes me happy? What do I need to do in order to achieve that happiness? And then just like being a better man in general. But like, I'm not there yet. I'm mm-hmm. not where I need to be. Not saying mm-hmm. I'm not ready to date anyone, but like, I'm just not, mm-hmm. I, I still have some growth mm-hmm. to do. And I think, it, I think that's life. I think you're constantly going to be Always. growing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a great outlook and very mature. Very mature. But like, okay, so you stopped going out as much. 
Yeah, I would say that happened. I'm kind of weird with it. Like sometimes it'll be like I just have like a hibernation era where I'm like, you know, it's part of like like first when I first got to Nashville, I like went out like every day of the summer. Yeah, and I was loving it. We so had a gang, fun. like we had a group. It was so much fun. The boys were buzzing, like all this kind of stuff. And then it gets to a point where I'll just like stop going out for for like a couple weekends, and then it's like okay, then it makes the next weekend I don't go out. And then over the past year, I've been so busy traveling that every time I'm here in Nashville, I just don't really want to do anything. Like I kind of want to chill. I kind of want to just like watch a movie, like sleep or like go play a sport or something and then just like go to bed. And like, look, there's countless of fun nights out, but like also have some really fun times just like chilling and like get to know myself better. Do you live alone? I have a roommate. In a house? We have like a condo townhome. Cute. Yeah, it's cool. It's a great spot. You know what I'm thinking? I just had this like grand idea. What? That we take all of our podcast guests out to dinner. Pretty cool. You can build a really good community. Like I think that it would be fun. Like like something like instead of going out. Oh, you mean like all together with other guests? Yes. Instead of like go instead of going out and like doing like the out scene because I feel like it's a very common thing that guests say is just like trying to like. Oh, be more wholesome yeah. and it's like what if we invited all of our past guests oh that's cute season okay. two, like on for dinner and like a celebration thing like a supper club thing yeah that's adorable Mackie. i love Thanks. it i just had the idea i didn't want to forget to say it okay something else that i've found a lot of enjoyment in is like a girl who's in our friend group yeah one of our friend groups has us to dinner occasionally she lives mm-hmm. here in nashville and her parents cook us dinner like it's so much fun wait that's so you know? cute and then we go everyone just goes and then it's like sometimes what i really wish people do what i love is like i love card games i love like games that are like like family games like you play like what's the game like you put the thing on your head you like act heads it out up or something, or something. yeah, yeah heads heads up. Up. i love there's all those up. fun games and it's like i feel like it would be fun to get people together to do that more like watch Same. a show with a group of guys and girls like casual where there's no intentions of like you know doing anything like it's literally like girls and guys hanging out wholesome night yeah you know then you go back, you sleep well, yeah. you're able to work out on, the, on a Saturday, you're feeling amazing. And like, like no one's crushing on each other yeah. and trying to hook up. But yeah. like, even if they are, then like they can ask each other on a date in a few yes. weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Because the bar environment prevents, I feel like when girls and guys are like talking, I feel like it's so hookup culture. It is. And if yeah. you have something like that, it's almost taking you back to like high school where it's not like you're going to be like sober and be like, hey, yo, so-and-so, like, let's go hook up. Like, no, like. You're going to like be like, hey, like, let's go on a date. There's more respect created in that environment, mm-hmm. I feel like. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Mark. But sending is fun too. Don't get me wrong. Occasionally yeah. sending, like, <laughs> it could be fun. Like, I've, I've had some good times, some good memories yeah. doing that. So, have you developed a crush on one of your girlfriends in the friend group yet or no? No. Okay. I stick- he would not be saying yes either, even if oh, he no, did. No, no, no. I've I, I not. You have I've, it? Trust okay. me. I don't like, I don't think. It just it's, it makes things a little bit complicated sometimes, yeah. and especially when they're already a good friend, like they're good friend years. Like I, sometimes it can work out for people, but like for me, I don't have any intention with like anyone in my friend group, just because I don't want to muddy those waters. You know, like I like the relationships that everybody has. Like it's always tough when like say you're dating someone and you'll become friends and have a friend group, and then you'll break up. It's like mm. it's just awkward. Yeah, you know, ruins things for sure. But to answer your question, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Um, sorry. I'm literally no rush. I'm enjoying this. Okay, I love this. Okay. this is a good oh, really? This, oh, yeah. Are I we good this. so far? I mean, Dang. I'm like thinking about all the social clips I'm getting from this. That's the best part. It's That's the like, best. I'm like, boom, clip. That was amazing. Girls listening to this, I know we're going to be like, holy shit, like popping off about like their ex being like that, you know? 
So good. Um, back to your relationship. So you had two girlfriends in college. Yeah. Were they? Did they go to Alabama? Or like, did you have you had a long distance uh, girlfriend yeah, before? So the two girls I dated in college both went to Alabama with me. But then, like in the past couple of years in Nashville, I've talked to a girl who's been long distance before, but not a girlfriend. Not a girlfriend. Okay. And that's made it tough. That mm-hmm. like makes things tough for How sure. How do you mean the gray? The gray area. Because this is what I the think gray about area is the boy's fault. I think. By the way. I'll take full responsibility that I think, yeah, like in the situation that I had, it definitely was my fault. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think if you develop a relationship, so if if someone say like, I meet so-and-so and we have like months to spend with each other, we learn a lot about each other. We're hanging out a good bit. So we really get to figure out, okay, this person is someone I want to full on invest in. And I want to risk my energy with like, great. It can work long distance. I truly think it can. You can travel, you can do whatever you want. I think it makes it tough when you meet someone for a shorter amount of time and you don't get to spend as much time with them and you'll kind of have a spark and then you are separate spots because then it's like, how do you like, I'm scared to invest a lot of my energy because I don't want to get hurt. The other person is scared to invest a lot of their energy because they don't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like becomes this like tough battle but at the end of the day, I think long distance works. I think it's just how bad does someone want? I mean, do y'all think long distance works? I was in a long, I was in a long distance relationship in college, but like it was very much like we spent the summer together when I was home, and mm-hmm. then like fell in love, and then I was back at college in Kentucky, and he was in Georgia, and like it, it just like I thought I was in love. Well, I still kind of do think I was in love with him, but like I think we rushed into it too fast, and then like the long distance thing just like didn't work yeah Yeah, i think that you're right i think that it works when both parties want it to work yeah like i dated a guy in high school and then i moved to went to college he was still in high school and then once i was over not wanting to do it anymore it was the relationship was over yeah because i didn't want to be in it anymore or put in the effort yeah yeah at the end of the day i think like exactly what you said is it i think if you want it to work you'll figure out a way to make it work right yeah i think that's right It was like, I was that guy who like, there's that Just movie, like, you yeah. date them and then you get married right after. Yeah. I'm You're like, the guy right before. Wait, do you want to know a good news for you? If you do want a relationship is a lot of times people come on our pod a couple months later, they're in a relationship. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nick Hall, Fly Daddy Nick. I love uh, Fly Daddy Nick. Shane. Yeah. Shane, or guy friend Shane from home. Has it happened girl. to a girl? Um, I don't know if it's happened to a girl, so but it's happened to like three guys. is the pod that you come on to then find your relationship. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. No promises, but like you have a good shot. I like that. Slay. Um, well, you live. talked a little bit about like wanting to find a wife already, yeah. but like, like you want a wife eventually, but like, you're not like actively searching. Like, are you on dating apps or no? No. So, uh, dating apps have always had like a weird perspective, I guess. I don't know. I've, I've never been on a single dating app. Really? You've never created a profile. Never you're on Bumble, profile. Hinge, Raya, nothing. No. You're kidding. No. Do you want to? Like, is there like a urge to do it just to try it for a day? <laughs> I think it's a lot about like protecting myself. Aww. I think that like, well, there's a couple of reasons I'm not on dating apps. One is like, it's definitely my pride. Like I haven't been on one and I'm like, it's kind of cool that I'm not on any dating apps. I've never been. I can just say it to people. It's kind of sick. It uh, is pretty sick. And then number two is like, I think, you know, 
I don't know. I would like to meet someone in person, although I say that that's kind of a cop out because I use Instagram essentially as like a dating app at mm-hmm. times. Um, but, and then the other reason is that like, uh, <laughs> so you were sliding in the DMS, by the way, I slide in the DMS occasionally. Oh, let's yeah. go. I haven't been much recently. I've been like, we've been on a hiatus. learning more about ourselves, learning more about myself, and, taking my time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the sign-ins are on a pause y'all. I like this back in the day. I would slide in. Um, what's the third reason? Yeah. Sorry. Third oh, reason is God. just because I, I think it's a way to like protect myself at the same time. Like I know that. You know, if there's like uh, these dating apps produce, you know, this feeling that you can just swipe, you can just swipe, 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 find the next person, whatever. You have like a lot of options. You match like, okay, we can go on a date. There's like, it's easy access for both sides to hang out, to date, whatever you want to do. And I think it almost makes it too easy that I see like is kind of protecting myself in the way of like, okay, I don't want to be on there because I think I would be like, hang out with girls a lot more, like going on like a ton of dates that I like shouldn't be going on sort of thing. So, you know, kind of eliminate it by just like not having it. Yeah. But you're not like, well, I just want you. <laughs> like, do you know couples that are together from a dating yeah. app? Yeah. My sister and- actually hid one of her best friends got married from a guy she met on like Bumble. Oh my God. So I, I hear it's a thing. Yeah. I just I went to a wedding for, uh, I just went to a wedding for a uh, riot Raya couple. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, like, like y'all were talking about, I think dating apps, like I don't use them, but I've seen countless people get married off dating apps, get married, meeting each other in person. I, I think it just happens yeah. to be right person, right time. You know, I don't think, I think like when people are always like, yeah, you wouldn't meet your husband or wife at a bar. Maybe not, but like you might. But you can. Yeah. There are those stories. It depends what's intent you go to the bar with, or you mm-hmm. could go into the bar to get blackout and get hammered and just like, to be an idiot or are you going with the intent of finding someone because maybe there's that one other person out of the ton of people in the bar that wants to meet you yeah. you know what i'm saying so i love that that's so cute uh, <laughs> do you think that like when you're dating a girl her family and like who she surrounds herself with like friends does that stuff matter to you yeah i think it's a good question it's interesting because it depends on the background you're from like i can always remember my mom growing up saying you marry the family. Like you're marrying the girl and you're also marrying her family. 100%. Which is an interesting thing to think about because I'm a romantic. So like I think when I meet someone, the vibe's right and we just have that chemistry, there's nothing stopping us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it's an interesting thing because like does it matter? You know, like you have Christmases. You got to think like if you do Christmas with your family a certain way, oh, you might have to go do it with this other family, you know, Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to spend time away from your family. Mm -hmm. And so, and then it goes down to the fact of like, what did their parents teach them growing up? You know, because that has a lot to do with like, okay, the way I'm raised, I love the way I was raised. I think I'm going to take like the best things my parents taught me, but also implement like things that I think should be changed. But like this person may have a way that they were raised and then their parents may be like doing some certain things that like, your parents might not do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are the parents going to get along? Cause the families have to hang out. Like it's a tough it's thing crazy. to think about. Yeah. You know? it, it like, is. I don't think, I think at the end of the day, me being a romantic, if you love someone enough and someone loves you, you'll find a way you'll work it out. But I also do think family does play a role. One of my guy buddies talked about it the other day. It was like, so-and-so's family, you know, I grew up with this and I have like these kind of financials and like, she didn't grow up with any of the stuff. Like, I don't know if she knows how to act around like these kind of people, all this stuff. Like 
it's something you definitely got to think about. But I think at the end of the day, you can work it out. I mean, what do y'all like? What's y'all's point of view on that? We love the way that we were raised too, and like we love our family. But I feel like if I like the guy enough and like love him enough, kind of like you, like I'll make it work. And like I think that. I can speak for all three of us. Like we get along with most people. Like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be us not liking them. Like it would Mm -hmm. be them. Like, I don't know, not liking me or something, but like, I feel like I would make it work. I don't know, but I would, I I can see it getting like a little rocky on like, well, I do it this way. Like for instance, like when you have kids and like the way you do Christmas Eve, like that has stressed me out. Like since I realized that I will get married and have kids like that, I want to do Christmas Eve how I do Christmas Eve. And I'm like not ready mm-hmm. for the fight about how they do it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, my ex from college. Oh, yes. His mom did not like me at all. And wow. um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, like she he broke up with me because of like what his mom was telling him. Um, I mean, but, that, like it's as crazy as that sounds like that may like. That could really no, it's a hundred percent. Oh, it, well, I, I'm fully convinced, but like he denies it, but it's fine. I mean, I haven't talked to him in like five years, but anyway, not that long. She would text him and be like, "Avoid temptation when you're with Kenna." Like, I'm not. What do you mean? And like, she would make comments and stuff. They were very, very, very Catholic. Which I grew up Catholic. We both went to Catholic high school. Like, like my family is insane. We're very chaotic and like dancing all the time chris michael jackson on christmas time thanksgiving and like i'm having a dance dancing party on the my, tables dancing on the tables with my family so like that's this is not going to work because your mom is literally so psycho exactly so there it is the <laughs> so family, it didn't work for that and yes, like i, I kind of forgot about that when i was like i think we can make it work but like yeah that was to the extreme like a lot of when you're a girl at least like a lot of men that you talk to are mama's boys and the moms are obsessed, which is fine. Like, I love that. My mom is obsessed with my brother. A lot of moms feel very strongly about the woman that their son is dating. Yeah. I feel like sometimes. Yeah, 100%. That's my POV. My mom definitely yeah. does. And it's yeah. hard because I love my mom. I absolutely love her. But it's like, <laughs> it gets it becomes a challenge because she obviously wants what's best for me. And she wants someone who's going to be, you know, love me, be kind to me and work out, you know, like it's going to work out for us. And so her, because she loves so much, sometimes can be critical and then it gets in my head and then I may portray that to the significant other. Yeah, I think that's like very common. Like a mom saying that she doesn't like one thing about somebody and like I've seen it happen with my brothers before. Exactly. I should say that, but then it's it's crazy. Like it had to be about like an Instagram post. Right. And she's like, like. Sorry, mom. I'm just going to go ahead and say this, but it may be like my mom may be like, oh, like she's got, oh. a, the, that's a bikini, nice bikini picture there. And it may be like a little bit like, not just any bikini picture. It may be a little bit, you know, out there, out there. And my mom would comment and then it gets in my head and, I'm, and, and my you're mom's like, like, I wonder who she's posting that for. And I'm like, okay, wait, I wonder who she is <laughs> posting that for. And then, so I start to think, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, so that gets in my head. Shit. And then you let anxiety creep in and insecurity. And then you reach out to that person. And then the girl gets unattracted because she's like, okay, why is he saying this? Why does he care? Like, I'm posting it for me. I'm not posting it for anyone else. And that's like... Oh my God, that is so true. Like we are not posting Clap. it for the fucking men. No, Why do girls do it then? Because it's it's like, fuck. it's like, whoa, whoa. I don't want to be attacked here. I just no, said it. Why? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, 
it's more for like the girl gang and like for the girls to like hype you up and like love your outfit like there's maybe like one boy that you're posting a story for or like an instagram one usually maybe two like if you're pretty single but like the rest is like for yourself and like for your friends to like hype you up yeah Interesting. And because Never, it's just like, like I look good, I feel like I look good, and like I want the world like, to see this. I'm not like it's like for yourself, or man. Yeah, for yourself. And like I get this question too because, like I said, I do. Look, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just asking fine. the question. Look, I'm, no, it's I'm, you're no, fine. it's it's a good point. But like, there might be girls out there that are like, yeah, maybe yeah. just not us. I get this question a lot because I like to dance at the bars, and um, I like have, we've talked about this on the pod, but I'm like, if I ever get a boyfriend. He needs to know that, like, I'm not dancing at the bars for, like, men. Like, I'm doing it for myself because, like, it's fun. It's a way for me to, like, express myself. I love to dance. So, like, don't get insecure and jealous about me, like, you know, getting down on the dance floor because, like, you can't handle it. Like, you're like, oh, my God, she's doing this for men, you know? Are you talking to me? I'm not. She's making a point. I'm talking to the listeners. Um, Just in general. Like, it's not for men, you know? Yeah. 100%. Okay, so we looked it up on Google, and it looks like the marriage rate is going down significantly, like, in the last couple of years. Do you want to get married, like, as, like, a 26, 27-year-old guy? Like, I think you said you did, but, like, what what are your thoughts on this? I definitely want to get married. I think, like, that's something I definitely want. People ask me, or, or people may wonder, like, why I want to get married. And I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people may think the same. But, like, the big reason for that is because I love kids. Like, I think kids are awesome. I have a nephew. My brother and sister-in-law had my nephew, guy nephew, the man. I hope my other... Guy nephew. I hope, I hope my brothers and other and my sister start popping out more kids Aww. and we see more. Because I absolutely love him. His name is Camp. I spend a ton of time with him. He's my phone lock screen. Like Cam. you can see him right here. Uh, oh, hi there, oh, my, my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's the, he's the man, and it's like really cool. I've always loved like uh, like I like coaching. I like doing these kind of things. But at the end of the day, like you're getting to leave a legacy, and like I love when I was a kid. You know, just the way my parents raised me. And I want to be able to be that for someone else. Like I want to be able to see a life like in front of my eyes and know it's mine and be able to like help raise him, coach him in sports or her, you know, if it's a her, that'd be a little bit challenging in this oh, today's world. Oh, I could see society. you as a girl dad. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, I just, I want to have a family at the end of the day. And I think a lot of the reason that it's declining is because I think like, it's dating is kind of declining in a way, like in a sense, I think like the way people are dating. And I think a lot of people are looking for like the wrong things. You know, the loyalty is scarce. Like there's just not a lot of loyalty anymore. You know, you think there's a lot of people cheating out there. I think there's a lot of people cheating. I think with the ability, like Instagram is crazy. Like you have Instagram, you have the access to other people is at your fingertips. It's at your freaking fingertips. And so it's very hard because people can see these things. I can go home, I can end something with a girl, get on my phone and see a thousand other girls that look maybe just like her, if not better. You know what I mean? That sounds that sounds horrible. I'm just saying, that's how it is. Same thing for girls. Mm -hmm. You can go on Instagram and find a thousand guys who look better than X so-and-so who you talk to, but at the end of the day, like obviously, if you really love someone, that person, it doesn't matter how they look. It's what's really important is the kind of person they are if you want to be with them. But um, that's like the thing that it gets hard. And people will, like, they want money, and girls are starting to realize, I think, like, especially young girls can 
date an old man and he can give them money or whatever and then get them on yachts or whatever it is. They yeah. can just go to the next old man or the next person. And, I, and same thing with guys. I mean, I think guys could date a certain person and then just like end it. But I think there's like this whole problem. I think there's like a lack of people wanting to have children and wanting to raise children. And I think that's why there's a decline in marriage. Like I don't think people care as much about children these days. They think of them as like a financial, like, oh, I'm going to have to pay more money. Screw the money. I just want to have kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how many it is. I want to have kids. I don't care how much money it takes. Like I want to, I'll provide for them and stuff like that. But a lot of people look at it as like, oh my gosh, it's a burden. Like I have to look out for this kid. Mm. Like it's not a burden. Missy you know over I mean? here, she does not want children. That's not, you don't want children. That's not true. This is Wait, perfect. I, what? She how wants children after hearing me talk about it. That's all right. Have I you changed your... No, I just think like... Right I don't now, know, like I'm not having me, kids. This is, this is the conversation we need. Yeah. No, way so you're com- no way you're pushing back I'm right not, now. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I have like a list in my phone about reasons why I don't want kids. And like for a woman, it's different. Like you're not the one actually carrying the child, right? Like I a lot of things come with being pregnant, right? Like you can't do certain things you can't eat certain things you can't drink you can't, but what whatever nine months short whatever but like for me i think at this point in my time eventually i'm sure i will have kids just because i it's told you that i told you this eventually i i will probably have kids once i meet the love of my life and i'm like oh my god i want you to put a baby inside of me type of thing like yeah eventually i'll probably want kids like right it's now gross. i'm like i don't i think i find kids to be annoying and like mommy, mommy, mommy. Like, who wants to hear that? You know what I mean? Like, they're just... Do you want me to read my list? No. They're you, all you've read the valid list. points. They are all very valid I points. Look, I understand. I get it. I'm not the one carrying the baby. And thank God I'm not a woman because I would not want to be carrying those things inside my stomach. But with that being said, my wife will be carrying those things. Yeah. And look, I don't know how it feels. And people might say, like, I always tell my mom sometimes, I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to have some kids. She's like, well, you got to make sure your wife's okay with having that amount of kids or whatever, how many you She won't have. be your wife if not. And I'm like, yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, she's just got to want to have them. Like, I'm not having the babies, like, you yeah. know. And she's like, it's, you don't realize how much you go through and something like, yeah. I'll never know. But, you know, that's the, yeah. the wife gets that opportunity to hold the baby. Yeah, you know? it's the difference between the male and female. It's what's cool. I'm fucking excited to be the one to pop that bitch out. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. No? It, it is very, very cool that, like, you can grow a human being inside of you. Like, that is insane to me. It's a God thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But, like... I just think there's so much that goes like postpartum depression. I'm not a woman. I'm a male and I will not be birthing a child, but I know that there will be obviously stress and things I have to go through while my wife's in the process of having a child, but I know that it will be minuscule compared compared to what there it will be to go. have that child and raise that kid. Slay. There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know guys. Like kids are just a lot to me. Like I, I don't know if I could do it. Like you'll be able to do it. Okay. And thank you. But I do. Her I mind is going to change her mind. Yes. Your mind is going to change. I guarantee I'm it. Sure, I'm sure it will. And like, also I just feel like we're, we're like too good looking to like not pass on along our genes, you know? And like, we were legacy. talking about that. Yeah. I told you that the other day. Yeah. Like she cannot not pass on her genes. Like one, she's into like, um, am I going to get canceled? No, you're good. She's into white guys. So, like, she's about to make this fucking beautiful ass human being that's like one fourth black 
and like three fourths white. It's <laughs> it's going to be literally the most beautiful person ever. Oh, thank regardless you. if you marry a black or a white person, either way, your jeans are going to be great. But like you know, like just the skin tone is going to be so great. <laughs> Ice cream. Wait, am I gonna cancel for that comment? No, you're not canceled. No. Okay. I'm not really around kids often. I yeah, babysit. We're not around kids. I will babysit. Do you have yeah, I have two youngers. I'm the oldest of three. Are you really close to them? Yeah. Once one of them has a kid, if they have a kid before you have a kid, you're yeah. gonna be like, oh, fuck. I think you'll understand. No. Like, even though it's my nephew, it still feels like, like if I'm sad, if I'm depressed, if I'm happy, whatever it may be, if I need something, something that really keeps me going in my darkest days is knowing that camp. I have a nephew out there. Yes, camp. Like I have a nephew out there. Holy I shit. love my siblings. And I've told my siblings this before. Like I love my siblings. But at the end of the day, for me right now, to know that I have a nephew out there who's going to grow up and all this stuff, I'm like, okay, I got to go harder. I got to keep trying. I got to keep working. Like oh my God. there's someone younger than me out there that I love that's my nephew that looks and, up to you. Yes, that looks up to me. And I know one day he's going to be like, that's my uncle. And that like is a special feeling to me. You know what I mean? That's and so, so sweet. like, I want to be the best uncle I can be. Like, I love being the fun uncle. I literally tell the him, I try call. to train him to be like, who's your favorite uncle? And I'm like, it's Uncle Mac. Like, make sure you say it. He's young. He's like two years old or whatever. Oh. But he's getting to that level. I took him to Disney World. Like, it's just awesome. It lets me know how much fun it's going to be. Like, if I'm already having this fun with my nephew, like, Oh my God. For kids, it's going to be insane. Over. Like, I'm going to be the king fun dad. Oh my God. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to coach teams. If there's guys, girls, what, I'll do it all. Like, I'll be all over the place. Oh my God. The girlies are loving this episode. Y'all, <laughs> Mac is single, girls. Slide into <laughs> Mac Airport's DMs. He's literally the king. <laughs> no, seriously, girls are going to be like literally ovulating over this. I knew you were going to say something sexual, goddamn. It's, dude, it's just saying, like, the. That's true. It's not such a- Okay, so we've talked a lot about girls in this episode and like what you're we haven't really said exactly what you are looking for in this mother of your children. <laughs> Who is it? Will you what does she have? Yeah, describe us your dream girl. So most people I think and look, I'd be lying if I didn't say to start off that attraction doesn't have anything like physical attraction doesn't have anything to do with it. Like, I think number one, I have to be physically attracted to someone. Okay. Once I'm physically like I'm physically attracted to them, interested in them, whatever. Well, take that back. The main, main things like the non, the non, what do you call What do you call it? Physical attraction. The non-negotiables. The the non-negotiables. My non-negotiables. So I wouldn't like to say that I have like an ideal woman. Just there's non-negotiables. That's how it is for me. One is like, I would love some, I have to have someone who believes in God, like is faithful. Like that's one thing I would have to have. Uh, I'm looking for like a girl obviously wants to have kids, be like raise a family like I do. Um, and a girl who's loyal and just like won't leave me, uh, you know, when it gets hard, when things get hard. Um, do you want to see my list? Wants and needs for my future husband. Yeah, I never made this. Needs. For my call. These are needs. Either. These are non-negotiables. Treats me like a queen. I can have fun with them. Good looking, obviously. Loves me for who I am and my personality. A nice, fun, loving family. Catholic, because we want to raise our families Catholic. Isn't self-absorbed. Cares about me and shows me he loves me. Has ambitions and goals. 
hard worker, and has normal friends. Those are great. I agree with all of those. I, I second That's a all lot of more than I gave. I gave like four things. It's like it's like not. Well, you're that a guy, and like we list. asked you on the spot. This bitch got a fucking notes app yeah. in her private. Also, I saw her doing the code to log in. Yeah, it's oh private, my God, notes. private notes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh uh, no, I think those are great non-negotiables, and like I know you'll find that queen out there. Maybe even one of our listeners is the one. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Holy shit, girls. Do you think that there's one soulmate out there for you? Or do you think that there's multiple and you'll just end up with one at the time that that specific one comes into your life? Yeah, I've heard like the talk. It's in a similar way. Not that exact question. But I remember an English teacher telling me. So like like I said, I'm, I'm a huge romantic. So when I got to Alabama, hadn't had a girlfriend in high school, freshman year, this English teacher's talking and he's like, it's all about timing. And I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's all about the right time. He mm-hmm. said, you could have the right girl at the wrong time and it just not work out. He literally said if his wife and him did not meet at the certain time, if he and his wife met freshman year of his college like life instead of junior year, they wouldn't have got married. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And I was almost mad about it. I was like, because I'm like, like I said, I'm a romantic. I believe. So for me, I believe that the one is out there. So I believe like, and especially in a world like today. There's a ton of different people. And what I would tell people is like, you have a unique self. So if you're ever, if you ever get broken up with, if you're ever going through something to remember at the end of the day that like someone is uniquely going to love you for you and that's going to be the right person. All that to say, I think that there's just, I do. I think that like God has a plan and I think that there is a certain person. I don't think it's about timing. I don't think it's about this because it doesn't matter if it's the wrong time. I think two people can make it work, you know? But a lot of people think it's about timing. All that to say, I think you do have a so-called soulmate. I think there's someone out there who's meant to be for you. And it may not be everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I think we all, especially myself, I can even feel it at times. Like I try to appeal to the masses of girls. You know, I love like all girls to like me, but I know that there's someone who's just out there for me, likes me just for me. And I think mm-hmm. that too, um, it's interesting because I don't feel there's like a connection with some girls over others. You know, I could go on a date with someone and it could be a fun date, but there's just those type of dates where you really have a good time. Mm-hmm. There's no, you feel like you've known this person for like years. Like that's where it makes me think that like, yes, like you do have someone and it's going to work out. It may be messy. It may be sloppy, whatever it is. At the end of the day, Whoever's meant to be for you, I think you'll end up with if you trust the process and you trust the plan. Yeah, I think yeah. I agree with that. I mean, all of our, your parents are still together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, well, my dad passed away like four years ago, but like they would okay. be together if he was still here. And like they were, my mom's very much like, he was the love of my life, but like looking at yes. our parents' relationships, like growing up and being like, yeah, like they were meant to be together type of thing. Like mm-hmm. that's why I feel like we all think that way. But Same. I also feel like sometimes you I'm could like, marry the wrong person and then like find the right one later. Also, like I feel like my aunt's doing that right now. Yeah. Like she's been divorced two times, but now I'm going to her uh, third wedding, New Year's Eve. But I feel Boy. like I feel like that's her actual soulmate is the one that she's marrying now. Yeah, and she finally found him. And I know we wouldn't talk about this, or I know we said we wouldn't talk about it, but I did want to say it because this makes point. This makes sense with it. 
Yeah. But I know we were like the heartbreak stuff, the cheesy stuff. It's cheesy. Yeah. Okay. It's not cheesy. I want to talk about I don't think it's cheesy. I don't think a lot of males talk about that. I don't think okay. a lot of males talk about the fact that like what it's like going at post breakup, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had two relationships is- in college. Both of them ended certain ways, not saying which side ended them, but like, I can't even really remember. But yeah. like they ended. Both of them were extremely freaking hard. Like I went through it. I have bad anxiety. I have bad, you know, like, I just, your thoughts are like crazy. And that's the thing is like, when that happens, I think it's literally a stepping stone. When someone doesn't want you, it's a stepping stone literally to get you to where you want to go. And you realize things like I can talk about both those relationships. I learned stuff from both those relationships that helped me become better for the next person. And not saying that those, you know, never one of them's married, but like never get back with any of them or anything like that. But like at the end of the day, I think that the person out there is going to be for you. And if someone left you or someone did, you know, if you left someone else or something didn't work out, then like, that's not meant to be. And you're Mm going to figure it out over time. You know, I agree. And I also think that you learn a lot of a lot throughout relationships. Like you said, like you learn what you like and what you don't like. Like that's the point of dating, like in your twenties to figure out what you want. That's what my mom's always told me. Yeah. In the dating today, and then this is a random thought popped up in my head again. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Don't be sorry. Yeah, don't be place. sorry. My mind is like scrambled. But like you bring up, we bring up like that kind of stuff. I think one of the biggest problems in today's society with dating is people being scared. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a huge thing. I think mm-hmm. like people either just got out of a damaged relationship mm-hmm. or they got out of one a while ago and they're not ready and someone else is not ready. It's, it's just like both ways, like girls and guys. And I think fear becomes a huge factor. And this is the thing I would encourage people to do if I were them is like, look, I've been, I, I'm someone as a guy who's probably struggled more than most guys with like, it gets in my head more when I stop talking to someone or in something with someone, whatever it may be, or they end with me. It, it's really hard on me. It's a struggle, yeah. but I wouldn't take back just like one, the, like the experience you get the experience with that person. And at the end of the day, it's weird because like you may never talk to him again, which is freaking weird. How so dating works. Right? Yeah. But I think like, People can't be held back from fear. I don't think because of what happens is you're trying to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. When you try to protect yourself, then you end up harming someone else and yourself even more than you thought in the first place. And I think that's just one of the biggest problems that happens in our today's yeah. society. People always go into relationships with it. I have trust issues from my last relationship. It's like you can't, this person isn't the last relationship though. So you can't treat them like that. Yeah. You just have to go into the relationship with, okay, I'm ready for this new journey. Well, I think it's on the man. Like, that's where I'll say, I think a lot of it's on the man to lead that part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, like, say, like, I was dating a girl and she's kind of scared and maybe I'm scared too, but we both like each other. I think it's the man's job to steer, in my opinion. Okay. I think it's the man's job to steer that and say, be the first one to take the risk. Like, be the first one to say, hey, like, look, we're going to try to date. We're going to date. We're going to do this thing. Like, that's at least what my brother was telling me the other day. Like we were <laughs> like a random talk about it. And yeah. I was like, I think the man needs to make that step. And that in a lot of days, like in a lot of time now, like men are scared too. And they don't want to make that step. Like no one wants to make the steps and everyone's freaking scared and no one wants to hurt anybody. But then people are it's just this mass miscommunication. I don't know. It's so hard and it's so weird in our, in this the social media in like 2023 yeah. not like our parents no no <laughs> i was gonna ask earlier too like we talked about cheating nowadays and how it's like at your fingertips like it's so mm-hmm. accessible but like do you think back then like people were cheating but like you just didn't know you about didn't it know. because like people didn't have social 
Mm. I don't know. That's a really good question. Like people weren't. Taxing. I don't think at the level that they are today. Me neither. The reason I, I think, I think that yeah. is it's just so much easier today. Like the access, like we're talking about, is it's right there in front of your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, to do that and get away with it, you would have to take multiple steps. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be like a, a, a serial killer. There's no to get like, away with it. there's no like line of like, like there's no texting like there's no like women finding texts on the man's phone with the mistress like yeah. it just like or oh, no you location yeah tracking the yeah. location like all of that no one do y'all, think that. A guy, do y'all think a boyfriend and girlfriend should have a location tracking on i think at a certain point in a relationship when you're like fully you fully trust each other and it's more just for a safety thing that you should share location i don't think the beginning stages of a relationship where you're like um like tracking and like being psycho about it. Like, where are they? Where are they? You, I don't think you should have location then. I I think that like sharing locations again, like I share with a lot of my good friends. Yeah. So I think I would, uh, if I had a significant other, I would share with them, but I definitely think too, if someone has trust issues, I think you should be, I guess cognizant is a word. Like if you're dating, if you have a significant other, if you're starting to date someone or talk to someone and they're like, Hey, I have issues with this. I think one is like, tra- okay. And like, I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant here. Transparency needs to happen more often in today's society. It needs to happen. People need to be clear with their intentions. If you want something, if you want to do something, just tell them that's what you want. Just say if you, it. You yeah. might not get it, but at least you're honest and you know, you're not going to hurt that person or you're clear with what your intentions are. If your intention is to date, if your intention is to have fun, hang out, whatever, let someone know your intentions. I think that's a huge thing that people don't do as much today because they want to get certain mm. things like, no, suck it up. Just tell them what you want. And they're either going to like, you're either going to date or you're either going to have fun. Whatever you want to do is going to happen, but at least there's clear intentions. So nobody gets hurt because a lot of this like pain, just thing that goes on. is just an absolute shit show. Yeah. Of today's like, like today's dating culture. Like it's just, it's horrible. Like you're saying like, if you like them, tell them type of thing. Yeah, I'm saying if you like them, tell them, but then if you're a guy who's just like in your area or a girl who's in your area, where you're just looking to have fun. Like, be clear with that. Like, cause then I'm, one party's like going to catch feels. Oh my gosh. I'm catching feels. I like exactly. that. Yeah, I know. I cannot be in the fucking like things where the guy doesn't want anything. It's more serious. I just yeah. think that's so annoying. Oh, 100%. Like I <laughs> yeah, think right. guys like, cause there's girls who were fine with just having fun. There's guys right, who are there just are fine girls with that. Like that. Yeah. But if you like, you have to be clear. I think if we all, like, we all have communication. We're able to communicate in today's world. Mm-hmm. We're able to communicate a lot more through social media, through DMs, through text, whatever it is. But we communicate a lot less in person. And that's, like, a huge problem. People are too scared to, like, communicate in person. Like, just grow a pair and communicate in person. And a lot of this stuff wouldn't happen, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I agree. <laughs> or even, like... A phone call. Like, some of these people just only text. Like, I feel like so much stuff gets lost. And, I'm a like, huge phone call. How you fucking... Yeah, 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 I remember when you called me the first time yeah. after talking about the pot. Yeah, no, calling is just so much better. Or obviously in person. But, like, the text, holy shit. You can't tell, like, somebody's attitude. Like, it just, it's just a shit show. Yeah, I love 100%. Calling. Yeah, we love calling over here. Okay, Mac, are you on Snapchat? Are you Snapchatting girls? I'm on Snapchat. I actually get paid by posting Snapchat stories occasionally. So if you see my like random weird stories, that's why you see them. I sure do. 
Yep. We, we, see that. we see stuff that, that I usually didn't cook, but sometimes I say, no, wait, take that out because I don't want people to know I didn't cook the stuff that I say I cooked. Okay, well. don't think I still wait, are you it. like one of these that pops up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. People can subscribe to my story. I have like 48,000 subscribers on Snapchat. <laughs> I like so fire. I Snapchat it. is a cool platform. Something I'm glad y'all brought this up because I've heard girls say to me, you're 26 years old. You don't need to be using Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Very common thing mm-hmm. that girls will say. Yep. I think there's like a yes, that's correct in a certain extent. And then others, it's not. Do I think I should be on there? I will tell you all, I ended all my streaks recently. Great. Ended all my you streaks. You do not need streaks. No. I've stopped really Snapchatting, to be honest. I'm taking a break from Snapchat. Occasionally, we'll message someone if they Snapchat me or whatever. But like, in all, I've kind of like, just like, I'll post stories, but it's like kind of for work. But otherwise, I've kind of like dead in Snapchat. I'm seeing how life is without it because I do think that it's not necessarily mature. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, like girls who are younger, maybe like 21, 22, even 23, whatever whatever it may be than I am, some of them use Snapchat as their main form of communication. Totally. And My it's sister. Not, yeah. And it's not necessarily that they're wrong or it's like weird they're using Snapchat. Like that's what they – that was their text message. You yeah. Know? My sister will be like, so-and-so texted me. And I'm like, send me a screenshot. She's like – it's on Snapchat. I'm like, that's bitch, what? That's not a text. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the different generations. But I definitely agree. I think that like, I don't know. It's a tough thing. I've, I've debated that in my head. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Like, is it a bad thing? Should I be using it? Should I not be using it? Yeah. But as of now, I've not been using Snapchat as a form of communication. I think you'll have better. I think things will go better for you not using Snapchat to specifically get in touch with certain girls. Yeah. And I, I feel like I only use Snapchat for group snaps. Like we have so many group, group snaps, snaps from yeah. college, snaps. just from like college. Like that's how I stay in yeah. touch with like my college friends is through like Snapchat to see what they're doing throughout the day. Like I'm not Snapchatting any guys, but like I use Snapchat for group snaps and like my private story. Yeah. Well, I think Snapchat was a whole reason. Like you were talking about failures. Yeah. I think it was kind of one of the, like one of the things I like failed in like, one girl I talked to, I was like kind of talking to more than any other girl. Okay. So I'm like talking to her. We don't really Snapchat a lot. We're texting and FaceTiming. But like obviously it's clear to her that I do Snapchat other girls. A snap and I, score. And I never thought it was that big. My Snapchat score is plummeting, but uh, which is a good sign. But <laughs> I, it was clear to her that I was Snapchatting other girls and I was honest about it. I said, look, I'm Snapchatting other girls. <laughs> Like I am, but I don't think of it as like an in- intimate thing. I think of Snapchat as more of like a thing to keep in touch, like a wave at someone rather than like, like, it's not like I was having deep conversations on Snapchat. But like, what are you Snapchatting? Like, are you, Hey, Oh really? Yeah, like, hey, You're not like flirting via Snapchat. I mean, it, very rarely it would mainly be like, it's, it's almost like a, like I consider FaceTime the, my like number one communication channel on the phone. Like in the sense of like, I love FaceTime. I love talking to people on FaceTime. So if I'm FaceTiming a girl, like you're like, you're I'm in. taking you seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like kind of text. Like I don't text any girls. So if I'm texting you, like that's like, you know, if I have the energy and the want to do that, like that's another thing. Snapchat's very easy because rather than sending a text out, FaceTiming or phone calling, okay, I'm at a wedding. Let me just shoot you. Like, let me know. Let me let you know where I am. You know, maybe I'm like, hey, I'm at a wedding. Like right now, blah, blah, blah. Let me just send you a picture. You get the message. You get the point that I'm at a wedding. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm doing. And it's not like this deep conversation. So it wasn't like I was using it as a form of like deep communication. It was more of like a, like, to be honest, I think superficial, but like kind of like a superficial connection. Like 
Just like where I can keep in touch with someone without really having to put that much energy. Does that yeah, make sense? I agree with that. I think I was doing that a lot with certain girls and guys. I I think that that is what Snapchat is for for some people. Yeah. But for some people, it's used for like the sexual and the flirting and mm-hmm. like the getting raunchy. But like I would say I used it like for like that way too, like keeping up with like his sister for his mom to listen to this podcast. And we can cut that out. I mean, I think that other people use it for different reasons. Yeah, Um, exactly. mm -hmm. I think people use it for different reasons. If a girl or guy, for a girl, if a guy is telling you you shouldn't be on Snapchat, and for a guy, if a girl is telling you you shouldn't be on Snapchat, and you like that person, and you want to be with them, then get Get the hell off Snapchat. Yeah, That's the end of the story. Yeah. When you ask me where I failed, that's where I failed in the past, is one girl was like, hey, I don't like that you do this, and I wasn't willing to throw it, push it off away, when... What was I thinking? You know, like I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. what was I doing? Take them, get off the damn app. Yeah. Not that hard. You know? yeah. That's so That's funny. funny. I think too, like for girls, like when we look good and we get ready, we're like Snapchat. We're like, oh wait, like I want him to see how I look type of thing. Yeah. So like girls are like, let me just snap a photo too. And then like show. you won't snap him back. And then he leaves you on open. And then you're like, wait, what? Did you think or he'll leave you open. Either way. I mean, it's happened. We've played the game for a long time, but I'm finally off Snapchat as well. Okay. So, Other than for friends. you deleted the app? Oh, no. No, no. I mean, like, I Snapchat. Like, you're like I am right now. Yeah. Like, what? where I've literally not, like, I've, I've been completely like. We Snapchat and group snaps, but yeah. Group snaps and my boyfriend. Yeah. So that's, like, that's how I am. Like, yep. but I don't have a girlfriend. But, like, I, I like <laughs> I like I'm not Snapchatting anyone. It's just like kind of cut dry. I love that you I cut just, your streaks. Yeah. I just had to like, I, I like it was. You had to cut the streaks. Back. I had to just cut it all. It was like, it was a cut. lot. Like, again, I'm trying to like, if I'm actually like, committed to figuring myself out and like learning who I am and actually being the man I want to be, I've got to actually make the actions to do that. I wasn't doing that. I was being a freaking hypocrite <laughs> and I was doing certain things. And then like, okay, if I really mean it, like, Prove it to myself, you know what I mean? Making yeah. my mission. So like that's what I've been trying to do. Now it's not easy. It doesn't mean that I like don't falter at times, but I'm at least working on it. We're uh, getting somewhere. Yeah. I am really excited for you because I'm excited that you are figuring yourself out first. Because I feel like a lot of relationships nowadays fail because people are rushing into them because they don't like they don't take time to actually know this and like who you are as a person. Um, and they're like, oh, but I'm lonely and like, I want someone. So like, let me just like see what I can get type of thing. Mm. But I feel like your next relationship, whoever she is out there will be the one because you are taking so much time to like figure out yourself and like do the work inside first before you go out there. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely hope that like, again, I don't, I think everyone's going to continue to figure themselves out through time. Yeah. But I think like, at least I've got, I've made I'll just say this. I've made big steps that make me think, 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 think the same thing that you're saying. I truly think that like, whether I like date someone, I'm not going to say the next person I date is who I'm going to end up with, but there's a better chance that I don't botch Mm -hmm. the next thing. Yeah. I don't think you're really going to botch. Like, I don't think I'm going to botch any more opportunities because I've learned my lessons over the time. And I'm kind of at the point now where it's like, Okay, like I'm gonna get better at like and and know these things. And I've learned like even from the past relationships in college, like 
the amount I've learned, like I journaled during those times, like I like, it was sucked. It was like horrible, but like I learned things through them that made me learn for like other relationships. And yeah, I kept on failing, but it's just cause I'm not ready yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. God's telling yeah. me like, Hey, I'm not ready it's for little you God, yet. God winks, God nudges. Yeah. Oh my God. I God love, love them. I love it so much, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a great episode. I'm so excited. I feel like that's like it. But like you're coming back on. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Mac. This was literally therapy for me, Kenna, our listeners. I mean, like therapy, but also like learned a lot, took in a lot, laughed a lot. It was great. It's so perfect. We love you so much. We appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully it was a good one. It was perfect, (laughs) but we always make our guests say love you. Bye, Mac. So will you give the listeners a little love you. Bye. Yeah. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Love you, bye. Love you, bye.